Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. World Soccer Talk Radio is with you here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I am your host, Nate Abarea. We are going to be joined in this edition of the show by Mike Calvin, the best-selling author whose new book is entitled Living on the Volcano, The Secrets of Surviving as a Football Manager. Thanks for subscribing to the show on iTunes, TuneIn, and Stitcher, and checking out the website that started it all, worldsoccertalk.com. Thanks to you for joining in on the Twitter discussion this opening Premier League weekend at World Soccer Talk and at NateWST if you want to get at me. I feel like it's the gladiator. Were you not entertained? Yes, there was some shocking defending within this opening weekend of the Premier League season. You hear that, MLS fans? Other leagues get criticized for their shocking defending as well. Don't don't take things so personally. There was shocking defending, yes. But there were the goals. There were the storylines. The managers having opening match day meltdown seemingly the champions Chelsea held to a 2-2 draw Courtois sent off Swansea looking tough United and Spurs both look like crap but the only thing that matters the Red Devils take the three points I have a feeling that's going to be the theme of their season they're going to get a lot of points where people are going to say they didn't deserve them we'll talk a little bit more here in a moment about teams not deserving things Bournemouth unlucky against Tim Sherwood's Villa Everton have got their bark back Watford looked tough as well City on top of the league I'm not talking Man City although they might be after what West Brom's looking like I'm talking Leicester City and Ranieri at the top of the league after thrashing Dick Avocado Sunderland. Norwich screwed against Palace, but take nothing away from Alan Pardew's men. Newcastle and Southampton was quite entertaining. McLaren going against the brothers Kuman, And then the one everyone saw coming. West Ham 2, Arsenal nil at the Emirates. Robin Burton, Chardonnay, Dreamland. Are you kidding me? I love Robbie Earl and I on this show back on Thursday. We said that Petr Cech and Coquelin were going to be the two biggest keys to Arsenal's title run here in the 2015-2016 season. Well, as Robbie Earl told me yesterday, hey, calm down. They've got 37 games to prove us right or very wrong. And then perhaps the least entertaining game of the whole weekend came the finest piece of individual brilliance. Coutinho, did they deserve to win? Did you see the goal? That's why you have game changers in your squad Here's to you, you Brazilian beauty, you. Coutinho, who's about to be subbed off by Brendan Rodgers, by the way, when he scored the goal of the weekend. Mike Calvin with us on the other side of this break. World Soccer Talk Radio. Stay tuned. 
see the world's best matches live wherever you are with Fox Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at SoccerOnDish.com. Are you sick and tired of cable and satellite prices going up and up and up? If you're a sports fan like me, one of the main reasons you're keeping your TV subscription is to watch ESPN. But did you know that you can cut the cord, cancel your TV subscription, and watch ESPN live and legally on your computer, tablet, Roku, or phone and save a ton of money? With a subscription to Sling TV, you can watch all the ESPN, ESPN2, TNT, TBS, and AMC that you want. Plus, you also get the SEC Network, ESPN Bases Loaded, ESPN Buzzer Beater, Univision, and much more. From Sports Center to Hoops, Sling TV has got the best in live sports action and commentary. And today you can get a free seven-day trial to Sling TV just by going to SlingMyTV.com. Again, to get a seven-day free trial to Sling TV, go to SlingMyTV.com today. That's SlingMyTV.com. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for. FreeSoccerTrial.com With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S., Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. No student's ever been king of the classroom on day one, but with the right gear from Office Depot Office Max, like a new Jansport backpack, a Dell 2-in-1 laptop, and stellar notebooks, your kid will be walking with varsity-level swagger. That's that new gear feeling. Shop with our experts to get great savings on a wide selection of school gear. And right now, filler paper and folders, just one cent. Office Depot, Office Max. Gear up for school. Gear up for great. Filler paper limit three, folder limit ten. In-store only while supplies last. Ends 815. Welcome back into World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. My name is Nate Abarea. Thanks again for subscribing to us on iTunes, TuneIn, and Stitcher, and checking out WorldSoccerTalk.com. Tweet me at NateWST and tweet all of us at World Soccer Talk. Our guest in this edition of World Soccer Talk Radio is a best-selling author and a writer for the Independent Newspaper. His new book is entitled Living on the Volcano, The Secrets of Surviving as a Football Manager. Mike Calvin, how you doing, sir? I'm very well, sir. You? Oh, doing fantastic. So uh, tell us a little bit about this book and, and where the inspiration came from. 
Uh, well, the book really sets out to, to humanise what is a pretty dehumanising job, that of being a football manager. Um, they are strange characters in as much as that um, they're judged very superficially uh, because people don't really know who they are. They, they know their faces, they, they hear their voices all the time, they're very familiar figures on the touchline, but no one really gets through to them as people. And uh, it, the book really came together over, an, over a couple of years, really, where um, guys were just saying to me, well, look, you know, people judge us without even knowing us. And uh, that judgment is harsh. You know, we live in an age of social media. And uh, what I wanted to do is to actually bring out the, the humanity of these guys. And I suppose the book will be successful, well, one of itself, uh, but, but secondly, if it, if it makes someone pause before, you know, coming out with those 140 characters and, and hitting the send button with some, you know, some pretty outrageous abuse. Um, so hopefully that's what, where I'm going to come from. Um, and to give your listeners an idea of perhaps why that level of understanding is needed, I'll tell you a very small story uh, to begin. Uh, concerns a very good young uh, English manager, uh, called Carl Robinson, who, who uh, was uh, 30, he's now 34. He's been there uh, at Milton Keynes Dons for uh, nearly five years, uh, which makes him a, a veteran in, in a profession which is is a killing field, basically. Um, you know, if you, to give you an idea, there were 62 managerial changes uh, in the four English divisions last season. Uh, 47 were sacked and 15 uh, more were uh, resigned. But one day, Carl, who had a successful season last year, he got his club promoted up from the League One to the Championship. And his sort of release, if you like, is every Sunday morning, uh, he takes his eight-year-old daughter, Jasmine, swimming. And uh, afterwards, they go for a coffee and walk around the, the lake uh, close, to, close to their home. And... They had a bit of a blip during the spring, lost a couple of games, and on one Sunday after they'd lost on the Saturday, he was walking with Jasmine around the lake, and uh, this guy sort of jumped out into his path. And, you know, essentially what uh, Carl was doing was doing what any dad and daughter or, or son do. They're just joking amongst themselves and, um, you know, being a bit silly and a bit daft. And this guy jumped out and, and just sort of spat at him almost, you know, uh, oh, you, you think you find losing funny, do you? And, and as Carl said, well, one, what a stupid thing to say, but two, it was someone that he didn't know intruding on his time, uh, which was his family time, but he had to close his ears to that because um, he didn't want to cause a scene, didn't want to upset his daughter. But that is where, you know, we do have in, 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 in English football, there is this almost mania for results and people lose their sense of perspective really well, a little bit later uh, in the program, I want to talk with you more about your efforts to, to humanize uh, the craft of, of football managing and how much the, the digital age and the social media age has made that quite the difficult task uh, where many people would prefer to, to dehumanize uh, these football managers. And you, you tell that story, and it's a, a very important one. Also within the extract that I had the privilege of reading uh, from this new book, you tell a very 
dark and and all too true story uh, about an English lower division manager uh, named Martin Ling. Uh, talk a little bit about that story and perhaps what that story in particular represents as far as what you're trying to do uh, with this piece. Uh, well, Martin's story um, essentially bookends the book. Um, he uh, was a set, successful lower league manager um, over near enough a decade, uh, mainly with uh, Lake Norian, had them got them promoted. Also worked at Torquay and uh, and Cambridge United. Now the book begins with uh, uh, basically uh, Martin in hospital and having a padded electrode placed on either side of his, his head. Um, he was undergoing uh, electroconvulsive therapy, shock treatment, if you like, um, and. It was it was the the last act of a desperate man in many ways because he'd had um, uh, suicidal moments uh, because of uh, severe depression and uh, you know he, he, he thought momentarily he had a he had a nervous breakdown at a, uh, a motorway service station um, and thought about running onto the traffic um, had episodes where he was driving along a you know a main road close to his home and. He did contemplate just driving his car into a, a lorry coming the other way. Um, now, he said that being a football manager, uh, he, he would have got that if he was a you know, dustman collecting rubbish. But what I found extraordinary about him was his moral courage in actually telling me uh, and allowing me to tell his story, warts and all. And... Uh, it was quite a vivid, visceral experience, really, because um, in that hospital, um, he, had, he has another friend, another manager called Dean Smith, who has been at Walsall for uh, five years, probably one of his, again one of the longest-serving managers around. And Dean went to see him when he was in the hospital and walked past his friend because he didn't even see, he didn't even recognise him, and you know his face was pinched and it was grey, like parchment, and. He said that he looked like about a 95-year-old man, uh, and here's someone who's 48. Um, so uh, the book begins with that exploration of who he is, how he found himself there, and what I wanted to do was end the book with his story as well. And the final chapter is called From Darkness into Light, and uh, that final chapter begins with, with Martin um, addressing a seminar with his fellow managers and coaches uh, and giving him, you know, sharing his experience. And, again, that was very powerful because, you know, there were guys in his audience who had the same problem. Uh, Neil Lennon, for instance, who's manager at, um, at Bolton Wanderers, um, had that as a player both at Leicester City and uh, at Celtic in Glasgow. And um, that is quite symptomatic of... I think a, a, almost a hidden problem, because as Martin says, there's a, there's a coffee stain on my CV. My the depression I went through was was that coffee stain. And if I to use his phrase, if I'm in a room with ten other managers going for the same job, I won't get it because of that coffee stain. Uh, he's beginning to apply for jobs now, uh, but he, he has he has come to terms with it. He he, he coaches with uh, with Tottenham Hotspur. 
uh, in their foundation, their charitable foundation, done a lot of work with, with young players and kids. And he is pretty sorted with himself now. But uh, it is an interesting area because um, the League Managers Association in England um, do a lot of holistic work with their, with their members. And uh, funny enough, since writing the book, um, two or three other managers have admitted to me that here we have, uh, they've had the same problems. And so, you know, that is, again, another idea. Of, it gives you another idea of how difficult it can be in that job. Well, and one of the things that I really enjoyed uh, within the first, the opening uh, piece about Martin Ling is his passion for man management and his passion for having a, a true relationship with his footballers and understanding the insecurities of the lower division footballer. And, and that really gives you an idea of how much these men care uh, about not only their job, but everything that goes with it. We'll pick up this conversation on the other side of the break with Mike Calvin, again, the author of the new book, Living on the Volcano, The Secrets of Surviving as a Football Manager. And we'll talk about the digital age and social media on the other side of this break. Stay tuned. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for, freesoccertrial.com. With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. Are you sick and tired of cable and satellite prices going up and up and up? If you're a sports fan like me, one of the main reasons you're keeping your TV subscription is to watch ESPN. But did you know that you can cut the cord, cancel your TV subscription, and watch ESPN live and legally on your computer, tablet, Roku, or phone and save a ton of money? With a subscription to Sling TV, you can watch all the ESPN, ESPN2, TNT, TBS, and AMC that you want. Plus, you also get the SEC Network, ESPN Bases Loaded, ESPN Buzzer Beater, Univision, and much more. From Sports Center to Hoops, Sling TV has got the best in live sports action and commentary. And today, you can get a free seven day trial to Sling TV just by going to slingmytv.com. Again, to get a seven-day free trial to Sling TV, go to slingmytv.com today. That's slingmytv.com. See the world's best matches live wherever you are with Fox Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app the games and get your fix live soccer and more anytime anywhere sign up to watch the bundesliga and champions league at soccerondish.com 
Are you tired of network announcers who are clearly pulling for the other team? Check out Rabble.tv, a new kind of television experience where you are in control of the audio. Rabble.tv allows users like you to broadcast your insights and opinions about sports and entertainment, free from the restraint of network predictability. Rabblers are creating a fresh new type of audio entertainment. Mute your TV and do your own play-by-play, provide running commentary, or just banter with your buddies. Or you can listen to other fans who love your team as much as you do. It's live. It's new. It's Rabble. Rebel.tv. World Soccer Talk Radio back here with you on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. My name is Nate Abarea. Mike Calvin is with us in this edition of the show. Best-selling author and a writer for the independent newspaper. Author of The Nowhere Men and his latest book entitled Living on the Volcano, The Secrets of Surviving as a Football Manager. That's what we're talking all about. And let's transition now into the modern era of management. And and we talked about this as we we left from from the last segment, Mike, and how much the digital age uh, has perhaps changed the entire craft of of football managing. How much do you think uh, the the era of social media uh, has really influenced how the the craft of football managing is approached? I, I think the craft is, is approached in the same way. I think what it, there is now a young a younger breed of manager who uh, is more empathetic, more emotionally intelligent. You know, someone like a, a Brendan Rodgers, for instance, um, studies neurolinguistic programming, uh, looks at the subtleties of his language, but there is uh, an ignorance around the game in much that, that these guys are... Uh, there is irrational criticism of what they do, but it's instant. And it's a bit like... It's, it's a societal thing, you know. Um, as a journalist, I, I never... Uh, succumb to the temptation to read between the lines when you when you write a comment piece. You know, I'm a columnist, so I have, I have opinions, and it really it, yeah, an opinion inflames someone somewhere somehow, and this is what these guys get. Um, what I what I found talking to a lot of them is that uh, most of them now don't go out after a game. Um, if they do go out, they find them. They find people um, almost well treating them as public property. And so, if they're trying to have a meal with their wife or something like that, there are guys tapping them on the shoulder and demanding this and that and a selfie or an autograph. Now, that's fine in its place. So they are uh, sort of retreating to the margins in that sense. Um, and also, social media is increasingly influential with. Uh, a new breed of owner uh, who is um, much more voraciously ambitious. Um, in the book, um, there's a really old school manager called Mickey Adams, and uh, he he made a, a, an inadvised comeback uh, with, a, with uh, Tranmere Rovers and took them out of the Football League, uh, was sacked, and was actually pelted with eggs. Uh, on that on that afternoon when they uh, when he lost his last game, um, which is extraordinary really when you think about it, um, and he had to cower and jump into his car to avoid all this, uh, completely sickened by it. But as he said, owners these days will go on message boards, will study Twitter, they will try and make strategic judgments 
on on the emotion of supporters. Now, you know, I'm not saying that, that supporters should show emotions, but they they when they when they when they make their judgments, they make it. It's a bit like looking through a keyhole. They they see a certain amount of what's going on at a football club, but they don't really know. They can't contextualise it. So that has um, really um, created, um, as I say, a bit of a siege mentality. But the other thing is, uh, Nate, is that the the best managers. Uh, I'll give you an example here: Brendan Rodgers at Liverpool. He um, has got this ability to compartmentalise his life, and that that helps him cope. So as he admits in the book, he said, "Look, I've I've been through." probably the, four, the, the most traumatic four years of my life. I lost my mum, I lost my dad, I split up from the woman that I'd loved for 23 years. Uh, and, well, I, I went to the court case involving my son, um, unfounded allegations of, of sexual assault at the Old Bailey in London. He, he sat there for six weeks and followed that case. So, you know, pretty traumatic stuff. But within those four years, professionally, at Liverpool and his previous club at Swansea, they were the best four years of his life. And as he said, what you've got to do is you've got to put the professional and the personal, personal to each side. Um, and he tells a story, um, and it was actually also one of the other managers in the book, a guy called Sean Derry, was at Notts County. And he told me the same story, funnily enough. And it concerns a, 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 an old manager... Uh, from the sort of 80s um, called Jimmy Cyril. Now, Jimmy Cyril was this very dour Scot and he had teeth like a broken piano. And he he, he, he had these... He was a very uh, dour man. Um, But as Brendan said, he heard this story where um, Jimmy Cyril's wife, Cathy, uh, had died late on the Friday night. Uh, But he still came into the club on the Saturday, didn't tell anyone, played their game, they won the game, and he and Cathy used to go for a drink into the, in the bar to meet the supporters after the game. And he still went in there on the Saturday night, and you know, obviously they were asking, oh, where's Cathy? And he said, well, you know, she died last night. Now, as Brendan said, uh, he, he lost the woman in his life, but he still came in and did his job and he said that's what that's what managers are they, you know that makes he made he said it made me think a lot about who i am and why i do the job now we've got about four and a half minutes before we got to head to another break and and you bring something up that is also important and it's also a a, a kind of a dangerous area psychologically because many people refer to what you're talking about as as the escape the 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 escape from many of the the problems within regular everyday life, and there's almost this healthy escape from it into this other world of of the managerial craft. And is that something with, with the conversations and the interviews that you went through uh, to create this book? Where do you find the, the the stance on that for the most part, as far as that being maybe healthy or unhealthy? The fact that it is very much a, an escape uh, in in many ways, as far as removing themselves from from the pains of of everyday life. Yeah, it's it's, it's a strange one, Nate, because in many ways uh, they are uh, you know removed from the you know those realities that you speak of, 
but also they're, they're, they have to be almost wedded to those realities because they are dealing with people. You know, they're in a people business now, and funny enough, football is a people business, and it treats people pretty badly, by and large. <laughs> but, but um, so if you, I remember talking to a, a really, really good guy called Gareth Ainsworth, who is uh, at, at Wickham Wanderers, um, very firm Roman Catholic, uh, singer in a rock band, um, been a player for 24 years. He knows the pain of football. Uh, he was released by his first club on his 18th birthday. Happy birthday! And of course, you know, now he's 41. He has his own team, and he he told me about a player. He said, "Look, it took it took me about six months to realise that I'm the most important player, the uh, most important person in my players' lives, and that's a heck of a responsibility to have." You know, some of the players he had, they've got no fathers, they've got no families, they come from broken homes. And he said, you've got to be this counsellor or a social worker. Uh, and he told me about a player, a young boy, um, who'd lost a lot of people in his, his life close to him over the last couple of years. And he gives this projection of being super confident and tough. But actually, Gareth, because he sees him every day and, he's, and, he, and, and, he, and he empathizes with him, he sees the real, the real man who is insecure, and he just wants to find someone in his life to impress, which is what he's trying to do with his manager. So it is a very, uh, it's, it's, it is a, it's a deeply emotional game, and the psychology is multi-layered, and it goes across, because it goes across all, all levels, because you, know, you have to realize also, and I'll, you know, maybe after the break I can give you another indication of, of how harsh it is, but I've been in dressing rooms with managers where they have, punched the wall to get their message across and, and that's pretty scary stuff well absolutely and and as far as other people that you really got to to converse with and some of the in-depth stuff that you got to pick up what were some of the, the craziest things you talk about managers hitting walls and, and we've only got a, about a minute here before we got to head to break you talk about managers hitting walls what were some of the other craziest things that you really heard about and got a taste for for how how far it can go when when something really snaps uh, for for some of these men? Well, this, the, 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 there there is literally a snap in this one. This guy called Brian McDermott was um, Reading uh, Leeds United manager. He's now working at Arsenal as, a, as their global scout. And when he started the career, he started off with a small club called Slough Town, and uh, he went into uh, the half time and he said. At the at the, uh, at the start of his career, he was the manager that he hated as a player, shouted, confrontational, and he went in at half time one day and had the players and was basically you know ripping them apart. But as he was shouting and screaming, his front teeth, which was a false tooth, fell out on the floor, and of course you know the players are, players are getting told off in no uncertain terms, and they're trying to hold it in and. and but in the end, they start laughing. He starts laughing. He said, look, I learned a real lesson that day. Sometimes, you know, that type of negative emotion doesn't work. He said, that was almost, my tooth going out was almost my best ever team talk. That is absolutely incredible because when most people think about a snapping moment, they think in the absolute opposite direction, the snap into insanity. That was a, a moment of clarity 
uh, for that, man. That is an incredible story, and uh, I'm sure we've got plenty more to share on the other side of the next break. And I want to talk with you, Mike, about Jose Mourinho and how much his style has changed managing football in England and even around the rest of the footballing world. Mike Calvin is our guest. His new book, Living on the Volcano, The Secrets of Surviving as a Football Manager. That's what we're talking all about right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Stay with us. It's the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. The 2015 Cupera features plush leather seating that will feel to your hemorrhoids like sitting on lava-hot knitting needles. Not if you step up to relief with the power of two from Preparation H. First, use Preparation H medicated wipes to soothe as they clean. Then, Preparation H maximum strength cream to relieve pain and burning. Now, sink into that rich upholstery. Mmm, luxurious. Preparation H. Don't stand for hemorrhoids. Use as directed. And try specially formulated medicated wipes for women. We all know health care has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits. And you're now required by law to have health insurance or you may pay a tax penalty. So let the Health Markets Insurance Agency help you. They offer plans from over 120 different companies and can even help you obtain government subsidies. Let them do all the research for you and show you how affordable health insurance can be. A service that's at no extra cost to you. Call now and learn your options to find affordable health insurance. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. Health Markets Insurance Agency is a DBA or assumed name of Insphere Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is a licensed insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service availability varies by state. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99, and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional professional installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $24.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV cancel the cable cut costs and get more call now 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV Want to be the next great sports announcer? Check out Rabble.tv, where you call the action. You already know more than the guys on TV. It's time to show the world what you can do by sharing your insights and opinions about the sports you love. Like football, baseball, basketball, soccer, MMA, wrestling, and more. Everything from the biggest matchups in the world to a game right in your neighborhood. Join other Rabblers who are creating a fresh new type of audio entertainment. So mute the audio coming from that network guy who never liked your team anyway, and let us hear what you think. Rabble.tv Nate Abarea back here with you on World Soccer Talk Radio Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. After a long summer break, the European League's all return to action in this next month. What a better way, what better way 
to enjoy the best players in the world and by playing one of the most unique fantasy soccer games, the Euro Fantasy League with EuroFantasyLeague.com. You get to select your fantasy team from six of the major European leagues, including the Premier League, the greatest show on earth, La Liga, Serie A, Ligue 1, the Era Divisie, and the Portuguese Primera Liga. So imagine picking a team that could include Ronaldo, Aguero, Pogba, Zlatan, Rooney, and Messi, or, or whichever combination you want to go with there, as well as other world-class footballers. Play for free or enter one of the $1 or $10 games where you have a chance to win prizes ranging from 500 up to 5000 You win five grand playing Euro Fantasy League. Plus, you can choose between a typical fantasy game or a draft format and enter as many prize or challenge games as you'd like this is your opportunity to show your expertise of european soccer by playing against other fans from around the world set up your free fantasy soccer game today at eurofantasyleague.com again head on over to eurofantasyleague.com a ten dollar game and you could win five grand sounds like a pretty good game to get into if you ask me we're here with Mike Calvin, the best-selling author of The Nowhere Men, a writer for the Independent Newspaper, and his new book coming out entitled Living on the Volcano, The Secrets of Surviving as a Football Manager. Now, before we go any further uh, with this interview, and, and we'll talk all about Jose Mourinho uh, here in a moment, the, the off-air banter has just been of such high quality Today, I have learned, Mike, that you are not only a Millwall supporter, you're also a Chicago Cubs baseball fan. You talk about the grittiest pairing of two teams that I have perhaps ever seen. Where did this come from? Uh, well, we're on the marsh, and uh, you know, as, as I know you're a uh, San Francisco Giants fan, <laughs> so uh, I, I won't waste this opportunity to rub in the fact that we swept you at the weekend. Um, I, I, I love the Cubs. In terms of one, because they're congenitally useless. They haven't won in 107 years and counting, I think it is. But also, uh, what is great at the moment, I think in any sport in, in, around the world, if you see young players seizing the opportunity and fulfilling their potential, it's brilliant. And, and that's what's happening with the Cubs this year with those four rookies who are doing fantastically well. And also, uh, you know, we talked about managers. I, I, I find um, uh, Madden really, really interesting in terms of uh, here's someone who's not afraid of making big decisions. You know, he benched Starling Castro at the weekend. And also, he he gets the human chemistry right. And, and that's what I found fascinating about it. I went, basically, I'm a Cubs fan simply because it was the first place that I ever watched baseball when, I, when I've worked in the States um, on, on you know, numerous occasions. And yeah, I love the history of the game. I, lo- I love the, the great stadia in the world um, have ghosts. And, and uh, you know, the, uh, uh, you know, when you have the, you know, the Ivy and, you, you know, it's like Fenway Park, the old Fenway Park. It was a fantastic place to go and watch any sport. And I, and I love that about baseball. I love the the traditions of it, it reminds me very much of cricket in terms of the pace of the game, the subtleties of the game. And I, I, loved, uh, I loved learning the game as well, as an English guy going over and, and, and trying to get into it. Um, and obviously we see a lot of um, baseball now over on, 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 on British TV over here. So, uh, yeah, I'm, re- I'm hugely into it. The Millwall thing was, it was actually a book that I wrote um, five years ago. I, I, a friend of mine uh, was the manager there, a guy called Kenny Jackett. And he got them promoted the season. I was basically embedded at the club and had complete access. So 
uh, that meant I was in the dressing room, on the substitute bench, in the coaches' meetings, at board meetings. Uh, you know, it basically took the pulse of the club. And it's a unique club, very, as you said, a very blue-collar club, a bit like the Cubbies in, in, in that sense. Very, very uh, raw place. Um, but what I did there, I learned how dressing rooms work. Um, they had a group of senior players who, who set the, the agenda both per- personally and uh, professionally in terms of the standards that they expected. And I called them the governors. Um, and the great thing about doing a book is that you have the ability um, or the opportunity to, to immortalize people. And that team that won promotion that year when I was, uh, the book was called Family, uh, Life, Death and Football. And um, uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a privilege to do. And I understood, I came from that, after that season, I understood, I understood what football meant um, because I lived it with the players. And it's very strange because um, you become assimilated into the group quite quickly. Um, you know, there was always this huddle uh, in the dressing room with all the players Seconds before, there's a bu- always a buzzer goes, uh, and then that's when they go out to play the game. And uh, in the second game, I was dragged into the huddle, and you know that's where you know, you're high fiving or you're hugging or whatever. And I, I actually said, I thought, well, what on earth? I say to the player who's going out to play football, um, and I just said, look, have a good one, have a good one, mate. And uh, they did that and went out and won the game. And so they said, look, they came back because all footballers are massively superstitious. They said, right. Every game you've never say you've got to come in the huddle and say have a good one, <laughs> and uh, so it was, it was brilliant. Um, uh, but um, yeah, so yeah, it would be interesting as you were saying. Yeah, I'd love to go and um, see Joe Madden because I just think having done the manager's book, um, I'd love to see what his philosophy is like. I remember I covered a World Series. Oh blimey, it must be twenty years ago. Uh, uh, and it was maybe even more. It was um, I met a guy called Lou Pinella. Oh yeah, yeah, who was fantastic. Because you see, what I couldn't get my head around was, you know, I'm saying, look, you're managing for 162 games. How do you how do you keep the intensity of that? You know, I, I come from a from football where, you know, it's it's 38 or you know, in some of the lower leagues, 46. And he is quite funny. He 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 was he found it he found it funny that I found it funny. If you see what I mean. <laughs> um, but it was good. It was good. And, and so I, I just love the, the folklore of the game. I think it's fantastic. Well, I think it's incredible too. And I know we talked about this off the air, but I want to share this with the listeners right now. And that is the the common ground that whether it be a, a baseball manager, a, a, an American football coach at college, or or the NFL, or, or a, a basketball coach, the commonality, the common ground that you can find in in the the coaches union that exists all around uh, the sporting world, it's really incredible. And again, we we talked about the the philosophy of of being a quote unquote man manager, and and again tying it right back to to Joe Madden and the Chicago Cubs. So you've picked up on that his ability to really get in touch with these young ball players in Chicago, and how uh, a lower division coach or a, a manager in the English Championship or a, a Bournemouth, Watford, or Norwich in the Premier League this year could even find some inspiration from a guy like Joe Madden. It's incredible seeing things be the same all across the board, no matter what sport we're talking about. Now, we've only got about six and a half minutes left here, Mike, and there's a couple of things that I want to get into. 
Uh, first off, last night on the Premier League uh, review pod, great job from uh, the boys Lawrence, Cardick, and Richard. They, they talked about something called the Mourinho era. And I want to also talk with you about an old manager by the name of Brian Clough. Uh, so we'll have to keep these uh, relatively brief. But what do you think Jose Mourinho has meant to football managing, not only in England, but all of Europe, but, but tying back to his role in the Premier League? How has Jose Mourinho changed the game uh, for you? Well, I think if you had a football team playing for your life, you, you'd move heaven and earth to, to make sure that, that Jose Mourinho was the manager. Uh, you know what you're going to get. He plans forensically. Uh, he manipulates people shamelessly, uh, and he acts decisively. You know, he basically is find a way to win. Um, and it's really interesting. I, I was saying to a few of the guys actually in the book over the last couple of days, um, just to get their feeling on how or why, where Jose is in his life. And it's interesting. Obviously, you know, Jose has, has just signed a, a new form year contract on the eve of the season and the managers to whom I spoke and you know they're the ones who really get a feel for it they get a sense of what's going on and they saw that as a statement of intent that that Jose is is very settled in London Uh, he is using I think over this next four years uh, he will want to kick on and Almost leads leads the sort of legacy which which sustains the legend of, of, of Sir Alex Ferguson at Manchester United. I think it will eventually put into context the remarkable achievements of, of, of Arsene Wenger at Arsenal. And, and funny enough, uh, Arsene, by the way, has done a forward to the book, um, and it's the living on the volcano uh, title does come from a quote of his where he said, you know, we he likened football management to living on the volcano because every day may be our last. <laughs> but, 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 but going back to, to Jose, um, he hasn't really changed that much. You know, you look at him, you know, he said he was at peace after, after the game of the weekend. Well, he had a strange way of showing it. Um, he, the defining image of that match was, was him being uh, outraged at the medical staff working on their own initiative to treat Eden Hazard. And I thought that, show, that showed the deeply unattractive side of his character because essentially he, stuck, he hung his medical staff out to dry publicly instead of right. imposing his authority privately. I thought it was pretty unseemly. Um, but I think what the guy's saying now, he's committed for four years. You know, it's the four more years maxim, isn't it? I think he will... I think trophies are a given. I think, I think they will win trophies. But now I think what he's trying to do is answer some of his remaining critics. The, the biggest criticism of, of Jose Mourinho is that, he, he, unlike Joe Madden, he doesn't uh, spend enough time developing young players. He prefers to buy in the finished article rather than develop. Now, there, is, there are a group of young players um, uh, coming through. Most of them put out on own in the Eredivisie. Um, there are three or four really good ones who, who've gone there. Um, a couple of strikers, a young lad called Izzy Brown, uh, another one called Dom Solanke, and a midfield player called Lewis Baker, who I think have got real potential. The one that Mourinho is working on, and he's really working on, is interesting, uh, um, a scout who had been at the training ground and watched uh, Jose work last week was really struck by how fiercely critical he was of a, of a young player called Ruben Loftus-Cheek, who's just gone in the first-team squad. 
Uh, now, Jose would not waste his time and that tough love on someone who feels like that talent and character you need to break through. So again, that was a signal. He's working on that kid. I think you know, he might be the one who is almost the guinea pig because the thing that always gets thrown in, in his face is that it's what, 10 years since John Terry came from the Chelsea Academy and he was the last youth player to come through. Well, it's really a, a telling stat and, and says a lot uh, about Jose Mourinho's managerial style. And it's definitely something where, where he has, you know, whether we want to you hide it or not, whether he wants to hide it or not, there is that bit of, of insecurity uh, within Jose Mourinho. And there has to be when you look at the level of criticism that a football manager is under, be it a, a man in the lower divisions or, or a man like Jose Mourinho. And so this is a very telling period uh, for Jose. And I'm glad you kind of phrased it like, that because everyone keeps bringing up the name Sir Alex Ferguson in regards to Jose Mourinho at Chelsea right now and Jose has in many ways and again I go back to to the pod with Lawrence Cardick and Richard they talked about how managers even like Arsene Wenger have have changed a little bit themselves as a result of Jose's influence in the league, and, and I find that to be incredibly interesting, and in how his his attitudes, for for better or worse, have almost been contagious uh, around the English top flight and within uh, the the league itself. And uh, Mike, I was wondering if you could stay with us uh, for a few moments, so we'd actually let people know on the other side of the break before we close out the show uh, where they can uh, get the book and uh, and all that, uh, all good uh, good stuff. Figure out where to get a hold of you uh, on the social media yourself. Can you stay with us for uh, just a few more minutes? No problem. Absolutely. Mike Calvin will be back with us after this to let you know where you can get your copy of Living on the Volcano, The Secrets of Surviving as a Football Manager. And again, talk about a a nice Twitter question. Maybe we'll throw this one out there to you, the listeners. How would managers of the past, great managers of the past, take a, a Brian Clough, a man who really invented in many ways the idea of taking advantage of the media, using television and newspapers to a manager's benefit, how would Brian Clough have handled Twitter and other forms of social media? We're back with Mike Calvin to let you know where you can get the new book after this right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Stay tuned. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have 5000 10000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. 
Today, investors need to secure and protect their life savings. With government spending out of control, they continue to print money to cover the ever-increasing debt, which decreases the value of the dollar and promotes inflation. American Bullion offers a hassle-free opportunity to transfer any portion of your existing IRA or previous 401k to a gold IRA for your protection. Take advantage of the lower gold prices today and enjoy the long-term security and hedge against inflation that gold and silver can provide in an IRA. Thousands of others have trusted American Bullion to transfer their IRAs into gold, and you can too. Call American Bullion today and discover the stability, protection, and peace of mind that a gold IRA can bring. Call American Bullion today at 800-576-1046 for a free consultation and receive their free IRA rollover guide, which offers the best information on gold IRAs. Keep your life savings safe and sound when you can. Call 800-576-1046. That's 800-576-1046 for your free gold IRA guide. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone in just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. World Soccer Talk Radio back here with you on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, taking the express train home. Mike Calvin, before we let you go, you say you got a, a real quick Brian Clough story for us? Yes, it was, uh, Sean Dyche, the Burnley manager, was a young player at Nottingham Forest, um, tells the story of Brian Clough getting on his hands and knees, uh, has a towel in his hand, and he crawls over to the middle of the dressing room, curls the towel up, puts the ball on top of it, and he then crawls back to the benches, still on his hands and knees. Very quiet gesturing, there's no music in there, which is always they have these days. The referee's bell goes to summon them to action, and he just keeps pointing at the ball. And he just says, there she is, look after her, Captain, all the best. And that was his team talk done. And they went out and won the game because they looked after the ball on the pitch. I love it. Mike Calvin, in 20 seconds, let us know where we can get the book. Uh, on Amazon, uh, uh, all on uh, the we can get the Kindle and uh, all good and hopefully some bad bookstores as well. <laughs> Mike Calvin, it has been a pleasure and a privilege. Thank you for joining us, and you are welcome back on the show anytime. That's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Again, that was Mike Calvin. Check out the new book, Living on the Volcano, The Secrets of Surviving as a Football Manager. For the producers back in San Francisco, Scott Cuddy and Dom Jimenez and the gaffer Christopher Harris, Mr. Hard Swansea, and how about Gary Monk? My name is Nate Abarea. Cheers. Bye for now. Talk to you tomorrow. World Soccer Talk Radio. Sign off. Thank you. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.